Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched The Reluctant Traveler with Eugene Levy. On Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Just surviving would be great. Do you want to tell everybody what this is about? This is about Eugene Levy getting outside his comfort zone and visiting nice places around the world and pretending to hate it or actually hating it either way not a fan <laughs> you didn't like it i i don't particularly click well with the uh celebrity travel show no it's not even that it's the celebrity making snide sarcastic comments about other places and cultures even if it's i don't think anything he said was particularly mean right and i do feel like it was a lot an act so that he could you know warm up to them and like oh it turns out this is not so bad like i i don't i don't jive with it you're going to some of the most gorgeous places on earth Staying in some fucking nice-ass hotels. Quit your bitching and enjoy it. I don't mind travel shows. I just think that the person has to have a much more open personality. And at least whether that was him or a character he's playing. Because he was basically just playing David Rose. Or not David Rose. Johnny Rose. Johnny Rose. Oh. He was he was playing his character from Shit's Creek. Oh, I thought you were going for Larry David. Because I was like, Larry David would be great in this show. <laughs> I, do, I, I would have the same problem with Larry David. I guarantee you'd have the same like, oh, oh yeah. I don't know about that. And like, he's not as warm as Eugene Levy. He's definitely not. And I so going into this, I was hoping for more of that warm character or personality to all this. Because you're seeing some really cool shit. Even if, yeah, I wouldn't be super thrilled with jumping into an icy lake. Either, but it just felt like everything that was getting proposed, he was just like, oh, I don't know about this. Then fucking don't do it, man. Yeah. How nice would it be to be in a point in your career where you could just be like, I'm going to travel around the world and you're going to pay me for it? Do you think he pitched this to Apple TV or do you think Apple TV pitched this to him? I don't know. There just seems to be a trend of like... Uh, like Stanley Tucci has one. The guy who did uh, Made Everybody Loves Raymond has one. Eva Longoria has one. It's just basically like, we'll take a personality and just like send them. And like, if I were them, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll go to Finland for a few days. I don't fault him for for doing this show at all. I'm saying it'd be nice. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Hey, hey, Apple TV, I'd do it probably for a lot less money than Eugene Levy would. I'd would just be less curmudgeonly about it, I think. And maybe that's what you were going for. Would they want to send us together? Like, are, are we a package deal at this point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're a package deal. Apple, we're totally not. I would absolutely ditch him in a heartbeat. Honestly, if you want to, if you want this to be the show, like we end up in an airport, we're both going to Finland, but then I just absolutely ditch him. I will absolutely do that. Yeah, you can make that sniffing like motion all you want. <laughs> If I knew how to do it, I'd take it out of the episode. (laughs) Here's my biggest fault with this show. How 
does Eugene Levy travel around to anywhere in the world without people just wanting to talk to him about Shit's Creek the whole time? I think that's why he's going to places like this where I wouldn't be. I, I don't think there is an iron, ironic bone in these people's bodies when they would say, oh, yeah, no, I don't own a TV. They would have no clue what he who he is or what he's doing. Yeah, I guess I and I got. Did they say they don't have TVs? No, I oh. don't think they do. Did, but that's what I'm saying. I, just based on the vibe I got from this place and just how far remote a lot of this shit was, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. It also wouldn't surprise me if they had flat screens and fire sticks. And that, too. well, and that could be the case, but yeah. The the internet access would be a, a big thing for me. Like I don't Ooh, think yeah. anything about what they're doing was particularly uh, needing of high tech, yeah, cable internet or anything like that. He went to Finland, by the way, he, listeners. He went to Finland. We we've mentioned that a few times, I think. But he was way up north in the Lapland, and it was in a very remote wooded area that's just there for don't get me wrong they had some really fucking nice hotels those hotels were really fucking cool yeah we went to see the aurora borealis yes um but these are also people that self-described they they hunt their own food like i don't know how much that's wholly true but um or exclusively true you know do things like dog sledding and shit like that i just i just don't know that internet needs to play that much into it and i certainly don't think they're watching shits creek live you know what i mean yeah on canadian tv or whatever i agree with eugene levy on travel preferences i don't like going to the beach but i like going to the ocean like uh uh when we went we went to like cape cod and just um didn't go to the beach but had a house on the on the water which is beautiful uh and went to greece and same thing didn't go to the beach but just beautiful views and like went out on boats and stuff mm-hmm. i love that shit mm-hmm. but if if like shay was like i want to go to a hotel in finland and see the aurora borealis i'd be like all right let's give it a shot yeah i i could see you giving giving it a shot and i don't think you would be sarcastic and shitty to, to, to people as they're describing their culture no i'd probably be nice to them yeah <laughs> would you do it like if kathy was like i want to go see that horror borealis in that hotel yeah i think i would i'd be surprised if kathy would be the one to pitch that sort of thing she tends to either want to go to a beach or do a sightseeing vacation i don't mind sightseeing vacations they're just exhausting do you like the beach? I like the beach for the same reason that you like the ocean. In that, I, I'm i not playing on the beach. I like just having nice views. I like being next to the, the ocean and being able to hear that through, you know, an open window sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose I could hang out. I suppose I could hang out on a towel by the beach. I don't want to do, like, volleyball or, like... No, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm not an activity sort of... We went to Mexico, what, a year and a half ago now, and that was on the beach. We went out in the ocean, you know, a couple times, but that was just, like, hanging out. Um, but then most of the rest of the day was either hanging out in a hotel room or going to the pool or sitting by the pool and drinking. Like, it was... It was relaxing, not a playtime sort yeah. of thing, necessarily. Yeah. Oh, and uh, when I was 21, I think, uh, my dad took us all on a cruise. That was that was fun. 
that that's the type of shit I like. Like I think yeah. I could get behind a cruise if I weren't violently motion sick. Oh. I think any amount of rocking, I'd be just vomiting the whole time. Yeah. Shay and I have discussed going on a cruise in the past and have even like both been like, go on the Joko cruise. Could be fun. Yeah. My biggest concern is the environmental impact of cruises. Sure. And um, uh, COVID's still a thing. Yeah. And cruise ships. Packing yeah. everybody into yeah. the same tight space. Yeah. You're, I mean, there were a lot of horror weeks. stories about that. Uh, and just overall horror stories about cruises. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'd go. I'd go still, though. Yeah, I have an easy out. Like the second cruise gets brought, a cruise gets brought up, I'm out immediately for the motion sickness. But I think even if I didn't have that, I'd have the same concerns. Like I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. In the midst of a global pandemic, that's definitely not over yet. All this being said, I don't think, I I don't think how remote this place was would have been a deterrent to me. But I think how cold this place was would be a deterrent to me. That that doesn't feel like a yeah relaxing sort of thing yeah i hate being cold too my i like hate air conditioning in mm. fans oh the worst especially in the summertime like you never know dude you never know what somebody's house is going to be like like if you go in and you're just getting blasted with cold ha- cold air the whole time don't fucking blow cold air on me please <laughs> it's the worst and then she's like what are you talking about and i'm like you know what's nice being warm (laughs) just a little warm is all i ask for yeah i i can't stand with you on that i don't like the cold but when i was saying i don't like the cold i meant like negative 50 i definitely like my house like if if costs weren't an object it would be 64 degrees all the time (laughs) And I don't mind, like, if it's a little cooler. It's just the moving cold air just hitting me the whole time that I do not like. Yeah, you and I couldn't bunk together if we were doing this show. I have to have fans on. <laughs> oh, but the, both both for the noise and for the, the cool air. That'll, that'll be like a little point of uh, uh, conflict for us the whole trip. We'll uh-huh. be fighting over who... Like the fan said, and we'd be and just be making a big deal about how we're like the odd couple. One of us likes fans, and the other doesn't. <laughs> but we have no other examples of how we're the odd couple. It's just <laughs> our hatred and love for fans. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the time, we're just like going to Helsinki and like going to comic book shops and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, cool shit like that. But then get get back to the suite, and it's like, no, the fan gets turned on. <laughs> Apple TV, you've already got a, a hit with this uh, Eugene Levy show, but any other streaming ne- network, get, get at us if you yeah. like our fan-based comedy. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> you know what? Crackle, <laughs> come at us. Yeah, I would go to Japan and argue about fans with you for money. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was never a question of whether you and I would do it. It's a question of whether in a streaming service. <laughs> Would even one person watch that show? <laughs> At least one person listens to this podcast. Yeah, I don't. That one person's going to be zero after we've spent the last five minutes talking about fan based humor. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fan based humor really blows. And now you're down one podcast host. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Why do people ice fish? 
Because they like it. Fair enough. <laughs> what are they going to do with them little dinky fishes? That yeah, that <laughs> I don't. That that kind of annoyed me. That felt like such a waste of time and effort and sitting in the fucking cold. That kid caught like 10 fish, but they were all the size of fucking sardines. Yeah. But what, what I thought was ridiculous is that they have to make a hole in the ice. So they give the drill to 75-year-old Eugene Levy and make him crank it. But every once in a while, they cut away for a talking head. Because you know he cranked that thing like 10 times. Yeah, at best. (laughs) At best. Show us, you know, show us three cranks here and then we'll get the hole a little deeper. I'm betting he's not even the one that actually broke through the ice at the end. It was somebody else and he just had to pantomime it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like. They they piped in a sound effect that oh the ice yeah. you got through the ice they did, they did the same thing with catching the fish too they obviously put a fish down the hole and then pulled pull it he out he pulls it out and it's just a dead fish that's just like hanging there <laughs> no they it seemed like they did do that oh he eats reindeer I'd eat reindeer I like regular deer. As long as it's cooked, there's not... I can't think of a meat that I wouldn't try. Horse? Yeah. You'd try a horse? I'd try horse. I, I've got no... Like, aside from parasite-infested, like, raccoons or some shit, like, or possum, you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't fuck with that, but... Dog? Yeah, I'd try it. Really? Yeah. The dog's already dead at that point. I'm not saying kill a dog for me, but I'm saying if the dog's already dead. Wow. Dolphin? Yeah, for sure human yeah i mean again as long as the human's already dead like i'm not fucking with it no i absolutely would not do that just because of the uh aren't isn't that doesn't that make like the likelihood of uh brain like prion diseases uh significantly higher i don't know you're the doctor i wouldn't fuck with anything that would kill me but okay assuming that you don't have any moral moral um what's the word i want Moral reservations on eating human meat? No, the person's already dead. Like, honestly, if I die and the taboos around eating human meat are gone by the time I die, serve up my body at a funeral. I don't give a shit. (laughs) All right. One person living in this household has eaten horse meat. Accidentally. Okay. Because the grocery store in Ireland, when they were living there, sold ground beef. Quote, unquote. Did it have the quotes on it? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she found out a few days later. How did she find out? Uh, going back to the grocery store and there was like a sign up. That said, whoops, by the way, that ground meat <laughs> pretty, was horse? Yeah, pretty much. What the fuck? <laughs> What's the point of even putting up that sign at that point? You've already eaten the meat. Yeah, I don't know. I like a lot of people have problems with eating horse meat because horses not, are so noble. No, I get that. I don't even begrudge somebody having a problem with eating horse meat. I have a problem with the grocery store. <laughs> Either they knowingly sold horse meat and then later were like, "Whoops, we're sorry," or they unknowingly sold it. And then what's the point of putting up the sign? Just put out a press release, and anybody that gives a shit's gonna have heard it. Why are you putting up a sign in your own grocery store? Whoops, sometimes we accidentally sell horse meat. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to do with that information? I don't, I don't know. What, what way to call her and see if she remembers what grocery store it was and we can call them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I feel like that was years ago and I 
guessing they're not going to remember. Or they put up that sign every other week, like, whoops, it was, it was, whoops, whoops, we did it again. <laughs> whoops, all horse meat. If I ran a grocery store in 10 years ago, I accidentally sold horse meat and had to put up a sign, I'd still remember. Here's what I'm saying, though. If you ran a grocery store and accidentally sold horse meat, I don't imagine you'd be running a grocery store for much longer. Yeah, that's fair. So you're not going to know. <laughs> it's going to be it's, it's not going to be you I'm talking to. It's going to be the third or fourth manager who's at the, the, the one manager who didn't accidentally sell a horse meat. Just like who I managed to stick around. Oi, somebody else on the phone calling about the horse meat we sold 10 years ago. <laughs> Time to put a little horse meat on the Barbie. <laughs> I'm a pretty adventurous eater, but I don't I don't know if I'd do like horse or dog or human. Okay. You got boundaries. I don't. That honestly, that could be another point of contention <laughs> in, in, in our imaginary travel show. <laughs> you just have a fork full of horse meat. Oh, horse, just like shoveling mouth. horse meat. No, no, I'm just like <laughs> shoveling horse meat in my mouth and you're like all mad about it and shit. I, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I'm sitting in the corner in a huff, like Harumph. Horses are so fucking noble. Eating up ground horse meat. Yeah, you'd have to be mad about it, or else what's the point of uh, having a point of contention if you're not going to be mad about it? You don't get reality shows at all, man. You're right. Oh, speaking of not getting uh, reality shows, I mercifully got let off the hook of having to watch any more Perfect Match. There was some uh, waffling about whether or not I should do that, but... I'm not watching any more Perfect Match. I'll be honest. Because I ended up taking the day off and was just sitting around doing nothing, I strongly considered watching the next episode. Having not watched like those two or three or whatever that you watched in between, um, just so that I could come on and surprise you with, no, now I'm watching it. <laughs> That's fine. Watch it as so, much as So long want. as the pain is inflicted on someone else and no. I don't have to deal with it. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I did that wrong. What? You watched Perfect Match? That's bullshit. Harumph. Nice audition. We'll, we'll put that in the reel. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be so frustrating to go to the Aurora Borealis Hotel and not see the Aurora Borealis, which has to happen sometimes. And I know it would happen to me 100%. Yeah, probably. Just because you're so unlucky. Yeah. You know how many stars I saw at Yellowstone? Like none. You saw no stars? No stars in the sky. Were you looking up? Yeah. Was it just cloudy? Yeah, no. The, just, the conditions weren't right for the stars to be out. I spent a week the in that old, park. I saw. You're out in Yellowstone. There's no light pollution, I'm assuming, or next to no light pollution. So the only condition could be clouds. All right. Fine. Then it was cloudy. Okay. <laughs> I saw no stars and no grizzly bears. And I I made Shay get up at three in the morning one morning to go try to find not three maybe four to go see if we could spot some grizzly bears because we heard they come out early in the morning in this one particular spot. Did you bring any picnic best kits? <laughs> I, th- I thought you were gonna say cocaine. No, <laughs> I have wiped that movie from my brain. What do you have? When they were showing them around the hotel and they got to the bathtub. Which looked very nice. It looked like it would be big enough to hold me, which is not typical. Um, why, why, why was there a giant window in that room? 
so you can see outside. Yeah, and then other people like windows are are two way. Yeah, they had a whole discussion about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm saying why? Why do you need that? If you're feeling adventurous, like I don't understand. <laughs> this wasn't a nudist colony. Yeah, but the Aurora Borealis comes out at night, so you can sit in a hot bath in the dark and watch the uh, Aurora Borealis from a hot bath and nobody can see you. That window is facing the wrong direction to see the Aurora Borealis. How do you know? We literally saw out the window, it was facing a goddamn other cabin. <laughs> that it was literally, the window was pointing directly at a cabin and you would like really struggle to see much of anything up. So for the windows facing the other way, that'll work. Windows facing the other way, it made sense. Those windows were facing the north, which is where the Aurora Borealis would show up most often is what she was saying. That made sense. That one was off to the side, and basically it was just a neighborly window facing another, I'm sure, bathroom. Maybe you can just watch each other bathe. <laughs> like point out, no, 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 you missed the spot right here. I've never seen somebody be so mad at the potential of having to close a blind before they take a bath. Why have a like? Why have to have? Why do I have to close a blind in the first place? Because you don't want people to see you naked. Okay. Why is there a window there in the first fucking place? Maybe some people want their own window there. I I feel like that's not a thing that me as the individual bathing has to opt into. I feel like that's a thing that everybody else in that complex has to opt into as well. Because I may feel comfortable with showing off my naked body, but I am showing it to. Anybody that will fucking happen to look at my in that direction. Well, Eric, stop, stop. You can keep your clothes on. No, this. I'm, <laughs> I'm making my point. You, can, I, I want to see how uncomfortable you are, depending on how naked I get. <laughs> no, Michael, you can keep your clothes on. I will. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of notes, but it's just like something that he did. Yeah, this was one. That I didn't have a lot to say about. He was doing some cool stuff. I thought dog sledding looked like fun. Yeah. I did think it was a little dangerous to get a 75-year-old man up to 30 miles an hour on basically just his ability to hold on to handles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not saying he's weak or anything, but any wrong turn he's and old. he's fucking toast. Yeah. When you were in, like, middle school... Did you just, like, consume a lot of dog sledding content? Um, No, I can't say that I did. I feel like, I don't know if this was a phase that I went through, or it was just, like, at school, we just kept reading, like, Jack London books and then watching dog sledding. No, no, no. This was a thing, because then Snow Dogs came out. Yeah, I remember Snow Dogs came out, but that came out while I was in uh, at least late high school. So that was years later, my dude, because it was in theaters when I worked at a theater. <laughs> okay. But like other dog sledding movies came out too. Like the dog sledder. Um... <laughs> Name at least two others. <laughs> uh, uh, what the, I did a rad. I don't know. But I remember reading at least two Jack London dog sledding books. It's funny that you talk about all the dog sledding content that came out and you missed the actual one and only dog sledding content that might have came out when you were possibly in high school, which was Balto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I was, yeah, I was pretty old when Balto came out. It was 95. 95, yeah. So I was in high school. 
But yeah, when's the last? Okay, so I contend the last Dog Sunday movie to come out was Snow Dogs, and Balto came out not too much before that. And then I was reading all those Jack London books. I feel like we, as a country and a society, went through a little dog sledding phase in the 90s. I have just pulled up dog sledding movies over the last, it looks like, 30 years. I think your timeline's off. Okay. Most of the dog sledding movies I can find came out, there were a couple that came out mid to late 90s. And then there were a lot that came out. 2000 and later really when snow buddies came out in 2008 kevin of the snow dogs came out in 2002 i was right that was when i graduated high school kevin of the north i don't even know if that's a leslie nielsen movie uh eight below came with paul walker came out in 2006 balto three came out in 2004 so here's what i'm saying what is our love affair with with dog sledding Dogs are cute. Yeah, dogs are cute. <laughs> oh, I, maybe it's mostly not Leslie Nielsen. Set in Alaska, Kevin of the North is the hilarious story of Kevin Manley. Uh. <laughs> it's spelled with an E in between the, the L and Y, but it's still Manly. Played by Skeet Ulrich, a young travel agent from the suburbs of L.A. who embarks on an extraordinary adventure competing in the Iditarod. Snow dogs. That's snow dogs. <laughs> so here's here's the poster, right? It's like top billing for Kevin of the North is Leslie fucking Nielsen, right? I'm looking at this. Leslie Nielsen's character's name is Clive Thornton, and he's a cab driver. I don't think he plays anything in this fucking movie. Unless he's like a recurrent, like he's the cab driver, driver that picks him up from the... Uh, uh, I don't think that deserves top billing, man. No, no, he's the cab driver that picks him up from the airport, and they like get to talking, and then he like befriends him, and then they start racing together. Like first person he meets in Alaska, person that's going to help him win this race. He's like a dog sledding coach. Okay, sorry. The original title was Kevin of the North. They changed it because they didn't like Kevin of the North. <laughs> This could not be any stupider or on the nose. It's just called Chili Dogs. <laughs> That's a fucking great name for a dog sledding movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just Chili Dogs. Holy shit. Would you commit to watching this movie for a, recording next week? A man must participate in the Iditarod dog race across Alaska to inherit property from his legendary grandfather. But he ends up getting much more than he bargained for. Next week, very special episode, we watch Chili Dogs. You can rent it on Apple TV for $3.99. It's called Chili Dogs on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh It's it, not on Amazon Prime, though. It just, It's just called... It just says it's not available in our location. It's called Chili Dogs on Apple TV Plus also. And you can buy it for four bucks. But rent it for $3.99? You can buy it for... You can buy it for the same cost as renting it? (laughs) Might as well buy it. Yeah, you might as well. (laughs) If we get... Oh, yeah. Five more 
ratings. I, dude, what? The last time we asked for five, we got one. No, I guess we asked for six, but we got one. Yeah, and then I didn't watch the thing that I said we would watch. But we'll do it this time. This will do. We will do the same amount of this as we did that. Actually, less now that I think about it, because this is only a like 90-minute long movie. You already watched three hours of that awful show. Yep. So this is pretty easy, easy for us to do. We'll do it for sure if we get... I'm saying just one more. One more? One more. Special episode, Chili Dogs. Um, We're going to put this episode out on <clears throat> the 28th. So we need that one more by that following Tuesday. April 4th? Yes. All right. So one more rating or review on Apple Podcasts by April 4th. Where does he go next? I thought I looked at a couple episodes just to see, and I think one of them was like Japan. Yeah, I was thinking like Japan or like New Delhi. Costa Rica. I don't know enough about Costa Rica. Sounds awful. Oh, episode three, he reluctantly goes to Venice. Sounds, oh, no. Yeah. That sounds fucking miserable. Yeah. Uh, Utah. Yeah. What? So we went to the fucking northern Lapland of Finland, Costa Rica, from what I understand, a beautiful country, but I don't know enough about it. Fucking Venice, Italy, and then Utah? Yeah, you know, like riding horses and going through the Mesa. Is the Mesa in Utah? I don't think so. Well, whatever. The, like the Great Salt Lake? Yeah. In Utah? <laughs> and then... Just like hanging out with at at the Mormon Church, in Utah, <laughs> probably. I bet he makes underwear jokes. Uh, Maldives. I Maldives, don't know Maldives. Maldives. I don't know anything about Maldives. I don't know enough about it. South Africa, Lisbon. It kind of sounds like he got the hard one out of the way, which was going to the frozen tundra of fucking north of the arctic circle in finland and then the rest of these sound like tropical paradises also then utah don't let's not forget about utah <laughs> right neither tropical nor a paradise uh, yeah um i had a funny thing happen to me okay and i wanted to tell you about it but i decided to wait until we were recording okay. to see if it turned out to be a good story okay Over the weekend, Shay and I went to the Pink Floyd Laser Light Show. Yeah, how'd that go? Shay's aunt heard that we were going, and she couldn't apparently couldn't get anybody to come with us, so she wanted to come along, which was fun. She got a ticket right next to ours. Turned out, uh, she came over. She came over here beforehand, brought over a bunch of weed. We got high, except for Shay. Shay DD'd us and. Uh, Went to the show. It was a pretty diverse crowd. Every kind of stoner that you can think of was there. How much did that place reek of weed? Not at all. Okay. Um, the okay. people sitting next to me kept getting up and presumably going to the bathroom to vape, and they got like yelled at about it. It was at a, it was at Hoyt Sherman, which is a historical theater in Des Moines. And was not a great venue for it. 
because like a lot of lasers are getting shot over our head and like you can see what's what's going on back here but the best part in the row behind me picture a woman who looks like peggy hill got it dressed like the church lady from snl just like okay yeah sitting there by herself talking to the people next to her and going like oh have you ever been to one of these before uh she was like 70 uh, and they're like oh no this is our first one she's like oh yeah this is my third one they're like cool and she's like yeah don't mind me i'm a yeller and then which was fine she she actually was not very uh distracting or anything my favorite part was when the show starts it starts with just like maybe a full minute of just like a drum beat like boom 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 to build up the tension before it goes like wasting away the moments that make up a new day uh that song um so it's just like bum bum, and so people are going like woo, 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 and she's going woo, and then somebody hilariously yells "free bird," and um, the woman, the woman goes Floyd head, Floyd head, oh yeah. That's what I am. I'm a Floyd head, baby. Oh, yeah. That's me. A Floyd head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she had just discovered the music of Pink Floyd and was branching out and trying to convince herself that this was her new thing. And, she <laughs> and I spent the whole week going, the whole, I spent this whole week just being like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Ted Lasso head. Yeah, I'm a Ted Lasso head. That's me, baby. And she's like, stop. I'm like, oh, what are we having for dinner? Oh, chicken Caesar wraps. Oh yeah, I'm a Caesar head. <laughs> it was, it was so delightful. And she was, like, like I said, she didn't like uh, uh, annoy anybody. She wooed every once in a while, and it was fine. Uh, she also, uh, when the two guys next to me got in trouble <laughs> i was like oh did you get in trouble are you high i wish i was high right now because you said that or she said she, she said that because she's <laughs> my theory is she's gonna start experimenting with marijuana now too <laughs> my theory having not met her is that she's a terrible narc and that was her way of trying to like put everyone's walls down so that she could get somebody to to buy weed from and then arrest them <laughs> No, she was definitely not a cop. It was, I felt bad that she was there by herself. Also saw that trivia host that I got in the argument about the earth being round with. Okay. There was an intermission. And so I went to go use the bathroom and uh, Shay and Patty stayed in their seats. And I was high. So I went and used the bathroom and I came back and I walked. I stepped into the theater and looked down the row and saw... What I thought was the two guys sit, that were sitting next to me, standing there in front of the three empty seats that would have been me, Shay, and Patty. And I was like, oh, 
Shane Patty must have gone to the bathroom or went and got a drink at the bar or something. I walk up to the bar. They're not there. I walk back down. The guys are still standing there talking. I'm like, oh. and I didn't have my ticket, so I couldn't walk up and be like, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, you know, just want to take my seat and, you know, have my ticket or, or whatever. So it's like, oh. so I'm just standing there waiting for them to appear wherever. And this guy comes down the steps and looks at me and I look at him and I'm like and then he does this and keeps walking <laughs> and I was like oh maybe he didn't see me and he walks down that same door and then walks back out and looks at me again and I'm like and then he does the same thing just like and then looks at me again and then does it again and then walks and I was like you recognized me fucker <laughs> but what's it it's another one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I can't control if somebody's a jerk. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Also, you might have been hide overthinking his interaction with you. <laughs> no, it happened to Shay too, oh, okay. apparently. Uh, also, the end of that story is Shay and Patty were sitting in their seats in the, in the row in front of those two guys. Yeah, and so you couldn't see them. Yeah, yeah I, I figured that much. I texted Shay and she's like, where are you? And she texted, in our seats, where are you? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> But I don't know if I'd go again. I'm glad I went, but one time thing. It was a one. I might go again just for better seats to see if I like it any any better, or maybe if it's at a better venue or a better venue. Yeah, but it's not like my new thing. My new thing isn't laser light shows. You're like, not a Floyd head. Yeah, I'm not. Not like this woman. <laughs> Floyd head. Floyd She's head. Like looking through the program, going like, "Where's comfortably numb?" Oh, there it is. It's like, yeah, fucking course comfortably numb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this woman sounds great. Yeah. yeah she, was, she was a delight. What fun things have you done lately? Uh, this afternoon, I watched uh, the most recent episode of Hot Ones that had Bob Odenkirk on it. Oh. Uh, and he had a really funny story. Sean asked him, a, the host asked him a question about... Uh, one man shows he you know did his thing where he pulls a deep dive and he's like what was you know what would you say is so special about one man shows that other art forms can't do or whatever and bob odenkirk did this a lot during this episode of hot ones he kind of half listened to questions and then would just kind of go off on his own tangent about things but he was talking about his one man show that he did where it basically amounted to just it was just sketch comedy but with just one person and he talked about his favorite sketch from that, which I will admit was definitely my favorite sketch, too, just from the description of it, which was that he was playing it like a pretty typical improv show. And he's like, well, we're going to play a game now. It's called Box of Hats. So sort of like Who's Line or whatever. I'm going to pull out a hat and then make up a character on the spot or whatever. And, I, you know, I don't know what all these hats are. And so he pulls out a hat and it's a baseball cap and he puts it on. And he's like, all right, hey, better, hey, better, swing, yeah, yeah, pitcher, throw it in there fast, pitcher, yeah, yeah, swing, like, whatever. And he takes the hat and throws it off and reaches into the bat box again and pulls out another baseball cap and puts it on. And then he pretends like he's, he's like, yeah, hey, pitcher, throw it in here fast. I'm the catcher now. Hey, pitcher. Takes off the hat throws it and he does it like three more times and it's a baseball caps every time and then he finally reaches in and pulls out a fireman hat and just sits there and thinks for a second and then throws that hat away pulls out another baseball cap 
This time I'm the shortstop, hey, man. <laughs> It was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I also watched the second episode of This Fool. Oh, how was it? Uh, it was pretty funny. I watched it to see if Kathy had any interest in watching it. Had any interest in watching it? And we both had the same thought, which was like, yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, it was. I don't remember any of the characters' names, but the main character and his cousin were at a grocery store delivering cupcakes. Julio and Luis. You're better at it than I am. Um, well, I edited, I edited all the instances of us getting them confused. Us, last us getting them confused? Them confused. I had them confused once. I, I had them confused like twice. I, that, that, that you Okay, anyway. <laughs> Luis ran into somebody he used to have beef with or whatever, and it was another guy who's similarly in his 40s or maybe 50s. I don't know. And so they decide they're going to fight at a park once they get all their homies together. Uh, at the end, you know, at sundown or whatever. And so the episode is then spending all day going around to find all of Luis's old, like, gang buddies. And they're all either dead or have a wife and kids now and don't have interest in it, except for one guy, Crazy Ed or whatever. It, And he's, like, wearing a fucking sweater vest and shit, like, really proper and has a wife or whatever. And they ask, like, so do you want to, like come with us and he said yeah absolutely man and he like fucking runs back comes out with a fucking boatload of guns I'm like no dude like we're just finding this isn't guns and he's like uh hold on uh let me i gotta go get some knives and he runs out and they just fucking run off without him they're like they want no part of it anyway in the end all they could muster up was um a, a, a standy like a cutout standy of one of the former gang members that had died um and then another former gang member's son who in that guy's uh, mind was too feminine and it was a kid who was like really into musical theater. And so when he thought he was getting into a gang fight, he definitely thought it was sharks and jets. Um, And by the end of it, he was one that was way more into it than either of these two guys, but they meet up at the park with this other guy and all that guy could muster up was like some uh, Corgi dog and an old man that turned out to be his grandfather. (laughs) And it became a story about like, yeah, man, we're getting too old for this sort of bullshit. And they end up like, becoming friendly that's nice yeah it was it was all right it was it was kind of funny but yeah i don't know that i'll watch anymore cool yeah well want to wrap it up thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with michael and eric if you like the show leave a rating or review if you want us to watch uh chili dogs we need one of those by april 4th you have your mission on apple itunes five stars please on apple podcasts oh, i'm sold <laughs> Yeah, you definitely did just say Apple iTunes. <laughs> um, you can check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com, spelled out O-N-E, or follow us on Twitter at podcast episode one. Last but not least, big thanks to Bosdi. Thanks for the theme song.